We are going to answer the questions from the music session because most of these questions I think were from predominantly you all and some of the adults here. So since we didn't have time to cover that, we'll cover it here. Who was who was not at the music session? So at least I know I didn't ask you. Not. Okay, not at the music session. Alright, so most of you were at. Someone here? Or you? Or you? Okay. So now there were some questions about about music. The first one is, let me see how to answer this. Um, okay. In the Old Test, in the old, in, in many of the verses in the Book of Psalms, the Bible says, "Sings and sing a new song unto the Lord." Right? Do you come across it? We come across very often. Sing a new song unto the Lord. So, what does it mean? Does it mean that we must always write and compose new songs? That is what the world does. They keep composing new songs, new songs, new songs. Because they say we must sing new songs to God. What do you think? Um, Jesse, do you think that is what it means? Compose, keep composing new songs because the Bible tells us sing a new song unto the Lord. Um. Not in the sense that people are doing it nowadays. Okay, not in the sense the way people are doing it nowadays. Should we keep writing new songs? Mm. Yes, Samuel. We should sing more hymns. We should sing more hymns. Okay, so what's the meaning of new songs? See, hymns are old songs. Is that what it means? Now, what does the Bible say when we have become saved? We are, we are what kind of creatures? Funny creatures. What kind of creatures? New creatures. Very good. We are new creatures, right? Means we have become new. So God is saying now, you you are saved. You are my children. You are believers. He's not talking about keep writing new songs. He said, now your songs that you sing must reflect your new nature. Understand? It's new. You do not sing the songs of the world anymore. They emphasize on love the world, um, all those kind of things. Alright? The wrong kind of boy-girl relationship. So he said, you don't sing that. That's your old life. Now you have a new life. Sing songs that are different, new. Okay? That's what it means. Did I answer your question? That's what it means. New in nature. New in nature. Not keep creating new songs. That's what it means. So all the more we should should we sing music that are pop songs? K-pops? Now these are songs of the world. There's no more our life. The Bible says this is your old life. This is your old life. It's the past. Um, do not sing them anymore new inequalities now the person asks the next question then um, in the old testament wait here okay so the person asks what about singing songs make a loud noise unto the lord make a loud noise unto the lord so should we sing and have bands so that we are loud so that we are loud what do you think make a loud noise really 
I think loud noise here just means to <coughs> Say again? <coughs> I, think, sorry. I think loud noise here just means uh, don't be ashamed of what you're singing. Make sure you are singing with like women noticing what you're singing. Make a loud noise means we should not be ashamed of what we sing. We should sing it to God. Now, this word loud noise, can you please turn to um, Job 33, verse 26? Job, book of Job. So, next time, Shalomia, your friends say, mm, Your church don't have loud bands. Loud amplification until you can't hear each other. They scream like rock concert. How do you answer? Job 33. Job chapter 33, verse 26. See, some they feel that, oh, we must make a loud noise, so let's be loud. 33, verse 26. Yeah, let's read together. He shall pray unto God, and he will be favorable unto him, and he will see his face with joy, for he will render unto man his righteousness. Do you see this word, see his face with joy? Do you see this word joy? Joy? Can you see Chloe? The word joy there? This word joy is that same word that at other parts of the Bible it says make a loud noise to God. Loud noise is the same, same Hebrew word, okay? It means joy. When you're joyful, you will sing aloud. When you're joyful, you will not just mumble and then be drowsy. You will sing with joy, sing zealously, that is what it means. Okay, so loud doesn't mean volume. So those that tell you, Shalomia, your friends say, our church follow the Bible. We make a loud noise, so we have drums, we scream, and then the electric guitar is very loud. Is that what it means? What does it mean? Joy. That word is joy. Understand that word is joy. In fact, if you want, you can see Psalm 27. Psalm 27. Um, can you read verse 6? Reading. You see the word joy there? Same word as love. In other places translated as love. Okay, then finally Psalm 89 verse 15. Psalm 89 verse 15. Okay, read together. Okay, so here we have again um, the word joyful. Joyful noise. That is same translation, loud. Okay, that's all. So please don't think that we need to make a lot of loud noise like God is deaf. Okay, we don't need to. But what does it mean? It means you should sing joyfully, right? So God wants us to sing how? 
Joyfully. So should you sing? No, right? We must sing joyfully. We must think of the words. We sing joyfully to God. So when, when you're singing in church, must you be distracted? No, you sing with joy. Think of the words. Okay? So, um, Samuel, will you sing joyfully next Sunday? And look at the words and sing. Sometimes I look at y'all, looking around. Hmm? Must look at the words and sing joyfully to God. So that's the, that's the answer. Um, Now I want you to turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. <laughs> Shall we read um, verse 17 and 18 together? Let's read together. Therefore, if any man is a new creature, all things are passed away. Behold, all things become new, and all things are of God, who reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So, this is the biblical principle. Do we worship like the rock and roll world? We don't because God says, This is your life in the past. Alright, now we worship God in like in the Bible, reverence, holy. Okay, so next, the person asks, more people ask questions like, turn to, uh, they want to answer three. So the person asks this, um, music is meant to teach. Because God says singing to yourself in psalms, hymns and spiritual songs, exalting one another. Music is supposed to teach, that's one thing. Our music must be didactic, teach. That is what we learn. So, why do we have instrumental music for tithe and offering? Then the Bach write music rightly. Because J.S. Bach, his pieces, his classical pieces have no words, right? Do you understand the question, Shama Maria? The question is this. Now, if if Whatever we do in church is supposed to teach the music, the singing, the music is supposed to teach us. Now, but what about just pure music? Someone just play a music piece. Does it teach you anything? You just hear someone, the pianist, play a music piece. Does it teach you anything? Okay, Maggie said no. So how, why do we do it? How, how, come, how can we worship God? So the pianist, during offertory, the pianist only play a music piece, right? So is there any value? Does it teach us? What do you think? Cornelius? Don't know. But when we sing, does it teach us? There are words, right? So we learn something from the song, right? But it's just a music piece. Now, that is why even during offertory, who plays a piano for even during offertory, that piece must still teach us. It must not be there to entertain us. Ooh, offertory time. The pianist said, I want to play something very flowery, and then you sit there, you sit there like, okay, I'm very entertained now, I give money. No, right? You're supposed to listen, and it's supposed to teach us. That is why I always tell the pianist, choose a piece, if you're playing, choose a piece that people are familiar with. 
So this morning, Auntie Sharon played a piece. What do you play? Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? How many of you roughly know these hymns and some of the words? Huh? Most of us know, right? We know the words roughly. So when you play that, then what, what happens to your mind when you're there? After offer three, you don't start to wonder, alright? Veronica, don't wonder. Right? You pay attention. Then you think of when the pianist is playing a piece in your heart, you're thinking of the words of the hymn. Emily. Um, what is the first verse of that verse? Is your all or the chorus? Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your heart? Does the spirit control? Right? She knows it. So when the pianist choose a piece that's familiar, then then during offer three you're praying in your heart. Please, our offer three is is a time when you pray, you meditate and be thankful to God. Understand? Are you listening, Chama Maria? What are you supposed to be doing during after three? You sing it in your heart to God. Okay, you're thinking of the words. So that's why. Now, if a pianist choose something that we hardly sing, something like Jesus went to Cana marriage. I think something that was something like that. Have we sung it before? No. Any use when the pianist play that? Because there's no words in our mind, right? We can't meditate. It doesn't teach us anything. So that is what we do. Actually, the best is to swing. I think most of the churches sing. Maybe one day we should start singing. Okay? So that, that is the... I hope I answer whoever asked that question. Now, the next... So that... Now, Bach. This is so J.S. Bach. J.S. Bach wrote classical music. So did J.S. Bach do something wrong? Now remember we are talking about worship music, understand? Worship music. During worship service, it must fulfill that purpose. J.S. Bach wrote some pieces that were sung in church with words. For example, now some pieces J.S. Bach wrote for secular world. He just write classical music, that's all. Then we listen. That's it. Okay, so um, I'm not saying that J.S. Bach did something wrong by by writing, writing secular pieces, we're not saying that. Yes. I think he did do something wrong because um, classical music has order and it's not like pop music or whatever. Okay, so Noah said, I think J.S. Bach did something wrong. Oh, no, didn't. 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 didn't, yes, didn't. Okay, didn't do anything because Bach music was very orderly, right? Very orderly. So that's why his music is, is, is proper music. For those who came for the music session, what is bad music? How do we classify? It's a, it's a telltale sign. This is music of the world. It, this is pop music, jazz music, rock music. They have one very typical characteristic. What is it? Yeah. Cornelius. Yeah. Hey, Taylor. They have what? They have triplet notes. Well, um, in a sense, yes, they like to add a lot, drum, 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 a lot of triplets, and also triplets running, 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 yes, in a sense, but something very obvious. Samuel, are you sure you know? Yeah. What is it? Clothing. Hmm? Clothing. What's that? Clothing. Clothing. Uh, yeah, it affects their clothing, yes, it affects the way they dress, but there is a characteristic. Come on. Um, Joshua. Syncopation. Syncopation. Syncopation, very typical, yes. Rhythm, yes. Music has rhythm, but the rhythm is syncopated. Yes. No. Uh, uh, does time signature have to do with it? 
No time signature is generally alright. Yeah, sometimes you have very weird time signature. Like, like say 7-8. Seven, 7-8, eight. Seven, eight, I was thinking of that. 7-8, is it common? Very weird, right? Right, so 7-8 for example, those are very strange, very typical. Yes, Samuel, you have a question? Words. Hmm? Words. Words, very good. Words also. Now, what is syncopation? I want to make sure you understand. Huh? What is syncopation? Normal, regular music, Jennifer. Normal, regular music, where is the emphasis of the beat? First, second, third, fourth. Jennifer didn't understand. Yes, Cornelius. <laughs> one and three, very good. Typically is one, two, three, four. One, two, three. One and three. That's the regular music. Hmm? Bach music, classical music, pop torrents are like that. Emily, what would be the syncopated rhythmic music? Pop music, jazz music. Um, two. two and four. It shifts, especially to two and four. It shifts. Alright, so it's one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And you start dancing, right? That is how we make you dance, okay? So that's the big difference. So please understand that. So you, you may, now, if a piece of Christian music with Christian words, but they use syncopated rhythm, should we use it? Why? No, why? Uh, no, because it's, it's, the rhythm is wrong. The rhythm is wrong. These are pop rock music kind of writing okay so that's why we don't use it all right so i hope, I hope that answered this question now the next question is this um, there are two kinds of worship we have seen one is there are several singers on the church stage singing and leading the worship another kind is like our church bpcwa uh, where there are no singers on the stage which one is biblical this is for the other but would it be wrong if you played something with syncopated beat on the piano? Would it be wrong if you played something with syncopated beat on the piano? Now, as like I said, even proper music, there are some syncopation. It's permitted, it's in there. Alright, but pop, jazz, rock music, the world's music, they typically make syncopation the majority of the song. Okay? Now, it doesn't matter what instruments you're playing on, if you play man, a lot of syncopation, okay, Shama Maria, if the person, even for a proper hymn, the person can change it to constantly syncopating, then it's wrong. Even you play on the piano, on the organ, whatever it is, it's wrong. Okay? Yes. Hmm. How come I play this, uh, I play classical music, but I haven't found one that is one three. There is. So she said, how come I play classical music, but I don't, I don't find a single one that is one and three. You go back and count properly with your daddy and mommy. You will start as one, three, okay? Go back and count properly. Okay. Now, the next one is, oh yeah, so, so how? Do we want, next Sunday, all right, Shenre, you come up, Jesslyn, come up, Shalomia, come up, all right? As I talk, you'll stand there and sing. <laughs> Then I hold guitar also. <laughs> now, a lot of churches have that worship. Right? So the person asks, is this wrong? Is this good? Ours is, we have one chairman, one pianist down there, and then we just have our worship. Now, so the person asks, which one? What is wrong? Now, all the while, you will see um, the typical style is, in worship is, minimal is best. Understand? 
because it's less distraction. So if you have a lot of things happening on stage, people will be distracted. Instead of worshipping God, people will be looking at Chloe. Chloe up there, ooh, Chloe's up there. You know, they'll get all distracted. Then they sing. Then I cannot hear Shalomia. I want to hear Shalomia. A lot of distraction that goes on. So in worship, we always want, what's the aim of worship? To point people to who? To God, right? So the least distraction, the better. Understand? Now, anyway, this style, uh, to have many people standing up there, and then as someone is talking, <laughs> in the background, where do you see this kind of thing? In pop concerts, right? It's a pop concert style, many people out there, music is always going on. So it's entertainment. The church began to adopt that into the church way of worshipping. Is, is this a few people com compares up there? I don't know about here, but a lot of these musical programs, they have a few people up there talking and then and then the music keep playing in the background kind of thing. It's it's how the world's concerts are. So we avoid that. Hmm? Understand? So how we have choir. Is choir every week up there with me? No, right? And if it's choir, is it just four person? It's a big group of people. You don't get like focus on particular person. It's a big a choir singing. Okay, it is very different from just a few persons up there doing the instruments and all that. Can kill him? All right. So you want that sound? Many people up there singing, entertaining you, and then you look oh, very nice today. No, alright, we want to be focused on God. Okay? Anyone have another answer to this? But a lot of these styles are taken from a lot of these pop concerts, worldly concerts. They adopt the same style um, that people like. Right? People like. So I think it distracts. So that is the problem. Should we have solo? No, why? Why do you don't think we should have solos? Chloe, go out. Yeah, no. <laughs> Solos. Yes. We have a solo pianist. Right? That's why we say... No, I'm talking solo singing. A person go up there and sing. One person. Now, typically, it also draws attention to the person. It's very distracting. Actually, how many... Whenever solos go up, do you all really listen to the word? You, sometimes you, you get drawn to the person singing, you think of the person, then you worry, oh yeah, can the person hit the note or can't hit the note? <laughs> you know, you're very distracted, right? So, the best is minimal distraction, that, that is the best. Yes? No, I wonder like, um, when, when like, I'm at school and there's a soloist singing, then like, then like, I, I can always notice when they are like, gone flat or something like. What flat? Like, like you know, they can't hit the pitch properly, like. He said, whenever in school, if there's a solo singer, I always notice that she goes flat, cannot hit the pitch. He said, all these kind of things happen in your mind, right? So it's very distracting. Um, so that's why we also... Now, some, some churches have solo, I don't want to fight with you, but I think it generally distracts, not a good idea. Mom, you like your child to be doing solo? You see, that's their problem. Uh, you, Esther doesn't want, but some parents, they want. They want. Then you all become a... Show. Why, 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 Elim Singh? How come Chloe didn't get solo? Why Emily didn't get? 
Maggie, when is my Maggie's turn? Right? So parents start to feel, how come my child? See, it's a lot of distraction, not necessary. In fact, a lot of churches who have that eventually become, it's like a competition. Whose child is better? Whose singing is better? So why all this distraction? Not necessary here to worship God. Okay, I think that is, simplicity is the best. That's what you're saying. Now, the next one the person asked, um, if, if we know a church has brought in CCM, why CCM? What does it stand for? Shalomia? Contemporary Christian Music into their church, how could we let the leader know or explain to them? Or to the fellowship leader? How? What do you think? Ray? Uh, talk to them. Talk to them. And, and like, he points out, if they, if they aren't experienced in music, or they don't know the, why it's wrong, explain to them. Mm. You know. Yeah, so very good, right? Sometimes, now sometimes the, the, the fellowship leader or even the church leader may not understand these things, they don't know. So if you know, you go humbly to the person and explain. You know, this is worldly music. You see the syncopation happening here, see the uh, uh, rhythmic jazz style and all that here. Let us not use it. Okay, just explain. But if the person refuses to change, how? Jennifer, if the person refuses to change. What do you do? Pray for them. Okay, you should pray for them. Good. What else should you do? Emily. Next week, burn all the hymn books, all the songs. So, next week, come to all songs. Okay, no problem. Okay, so what I encourage them to do the right thing. And if you say, I'm the, I'm the worship, I'm the fellowship leader, I say, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to change. Go look for pastor. This one time I say go look for pastor. You either say go. Then raise it to the church leaders, the next level. Okay? And then ask the person to talk about it. Now, this is very often, it happens in churches. Sometimes choir want to present a piece. Sometimes some people, they introduce certain pieces. Then they refuse to change. So they have to say, let's go and look for a pastor. And then the pastor will have to make the right decision. Okay? So that's it. Now, the next person, the person asks the next question. Um, what is the biblical principle of not using this music? I gave you some Bible verses before. Shenri, what are they? What, what should come to A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Right now. You're bringing a little bit, it's going to change church. Same for your own life, you know. You listen to a bit of this, a bit of this, very soon you will listen more and more. Alright? God says. Whatever God says, is it always accurate? Chloe. Whatever God wants us, is it always accurate? Always God is always correct? Is God always correct? Of course. When God says a little leaven, a little leaven, you know what's leaven? Cornelius. What's leaven? When your mommy bakes bread. Right? There's leaven in it. When you put it in the oven, then it rises up. It spreads and then it rises up the dough. Okay? So God says very dangerous. A little bit of leaven, it will affect everything. The whole piece. Very good. Anything else? Any henna? Say again. Abstain from all appearance of evil, right? 
abstain from all appearance of evil. All these rock concerts and all that, they are the world's, the world's things. Very evil, very um, 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 worldly, carnal. So abstain, don't have that kind of style. What else? Shal Shalomia, remember? Oh, yes. In the present, is it even Okay, in the bread thing, do they use yeast and self-raising flour? Correct, they use that, right? Yeast is leaven. Yeast is leaven. That's what makes it rice. Growth. Self-raising flour. What is self-raising flour? Bakers. Inside there's yeast. No, what's that? Huh? What's self-raising flour? This flour with baking soda or... They will, they make it rise. It's different. God is referring to leaven, the yeast. Okay, making those also will rise, but the same principle. It will spread. Okay, so now the next, another one. Shenrei, another one. Or Jasmine, another principle. Oh, you will no, you missed the first one. This was covered in the first one. Another Bible verse. Ignatius, do you remember? Second Corinthians. Chapter 6, very good. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, let's turn there. <coughs> okay, Maggie, you want to read? Can you read? It's difficult. Okay, then shall... You want to read? Yeah. Okay, Samuel wants to read for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Samuel, can you read verses uh, 14 to... Verse... Um, 17, 14 to 17. So Samuel, read loudly for us. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have light with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? Okay then, Shalom, Shalomia, you read verse 15. Belial? Belial. For what part have you that believed in him? Infidel. Right, Jennifer? 16? In what agreement have the temple of God with idols? For they are the temple of the living God. As God has said, and the Lord is the Lord. Okay, verse 17, Noah. 17, our words will come out from among them. And be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Alright, so God says these are things of the world. They are things of darkness, invented by Satan. Distorted music. So God says anything to do with Christianity? Nothing. And God says, what we read in verse 17, come out from among them. Don't be part of it. And what? Touch not, right? Touch not means don't use them. Touch not the unclean thing. Don't use them. These are unclean music. Okay? So that those are the principles. I hope you, you know that we use biblical principles to make that decision. Mm. Now the, the next person asks this. What should children sing in Sunday school? Chloe. So the person asks, what should children sing in Sunday school? Chloe. <coughs> What did you sing today? Hymns. Do you remember the hymn? Anyone know? 
Um, so the person asked this question. Um, the, the, the question is this. Should Sunday school children sing songs? Huh? Noah? Should Sunday school children sing songs that make you dance, make you shout, make you scream, make you jump? No. Why? Uh, because because uh, this kind of song is not good for like, like teaching children in Sunday school. And this kind of songs are not good for teaching children in Sunday school. Why? Uh, because these, those songs aren't like songs that, that should be used in church. Those songs are, should not be used in church and you keep using it? Elim, if I keep letting you listen to all these popish Christian songs, then you dance, you shake and everything. Would you like to join adult worship later on? You won't, right? I'd like to ask Elim. Elim was very frank. <laughs> right? She knows in my heart, she knows. Yeah, I would begin to like it so much. I want that kind. I won't join the adults. Right? That's why in Sunday school. Now, does it mean we should have no action songs? Maggie, what do you think? Children should have no action songs. Everyone? Cannot move. Cannot move head. Cannot move anything. How? So children have no action songs? No. Well, um, I think it's good for children to have action songs. So, um, and the actions can remind them about what they're singing about and when they go and join the adults then they know what they're singing about. Very good. So know what the answer is? I think it's good. <laughs> right? It's very expressive. Very good. This is a good public speaker. Now, he said it's good for children to have some action song because his point is it helps them to understand what they're singing, helps them to remember when they join the adult group, they know what they're singing about. Samuel, you want to say something? Today at Sunday school, we didn't sing anything. You didn't say anything at Sunday school? Really? Let me check. Now, is it wrong to... Now, children at a certain age, action songs help them. Understand that? Okay, children song, action song, help them. <laughs> Shalomia. Um, if I say... Come on. Shama Miria. Come on. Alright? Now, if I think of a song. Come on. Right. If I think of a song. Jesus loves me, this I know. What action would you make? You're going to teach Maggie. Jesus loves me. Right, Maggie is, is, is quite young. And then you want her to learn this song. What action will you teach her? G Jesus loves me, this I know. Your brother is helping you. <laughs> this I know. Alright? Now, is that useful action? Jesus, Jesus is in heaven. God is high and mighty, holy. Jesus, so she's very good. Jesus loves me. Hmm? The reminder, God is so good. I'm a sinner, but He still loves me. Um, this I know. It is in my heart and mind. I must know this. Now, um, uh, who else is still in Sunday school? Are you, are you doing action songs still? No. Alright. Do you understand Jesus loves me this I know? Do you think you need action to remind you what it means? No, right? That's why after a certain age, we don't need that anymore. When they are a certain age, we teach them, but the actions must be relevant. Understand? Is it Jesus loves me? <laughs> Any use or not? 
Any use? See, Noah made a very good point. Does this action teach me anything about the song? Nothing. But it makes a kid very happy, right? It is not worshipping God. It's just making the kid very happy. That's all. So, um, Elin, Chloe, do you understand why you don't have action songs anymore? Because you say, hey, action songs for, for these kids that are still learning. I am adult already. Right? <laughs> I'm adult already. In fact, I want to join adult worship soon. Hmm? But if you keep teaching them to jump and shout and all that, there's no meaning, then they want that kind of worship. Right? So, no way is correct. So, now, the Elim said, if I keep asking you to, I keep letting you dance, shout, scream. When you go to adult, you want to shout, scream also, right? But, uh, cannot. Very boring. I don't want to go. Right? So, that's why we gradually train them. It's part of training. Okay? So, Chloe, are you still doing action songs? Do you still want? No, because Chloe said, I'm, I'm grown up already. I understand. <laughs> okay? So, that is, why, that is this question, what this question is about. Understand? Um, any Sunday school teacher here? Hmm. Alright, so that's why um, we help them understand all this. They, they, they reduce that. Now, um, what else? I think that's all. Look, I answered all the questions. Yes, one last question. Auntie Sharon is a Sunday school teacher. Auntie Sharon is a Sunday school teacher and you didn't sing song today. Auntie Sharon is a Sunday school teacher. Huh? Sunday school teacher. Now, will there always be songs? It's good to have. What did you have? No, they don't sing now. Because they sing with the worship. Oh, it's that group. Alright, so now I explain to you, um, Samuel. Samuel, now do you know why you do not sing? Uh, what group is this called? The, all the Sunday school. Yeah, all the Sunday school. Were you part of the worship in the beginning? The adult worship in the hall? Um. No, in the beginning you were with your daddy and mommy, right? Then we sing in the beginning. Mm. Then after that, you go for Sunday school, correct? So you have already sung and worshipped God in there, you sung. So then the Sunday school part is the message, the lesson. Yeah. When you pre-primary, we still sing, but now we have changed that. We want you to learn to sing with the adults in there. Alright, so you present your song with the adults in there. Okay? And then when you go, you just go for the lesson. Okay? So that is what the church has decided to do. Ilim, you have a question? No? Okay, so that is all the questions we have uh, for this. Any adults have any questions? Last one. Yes. Oh, yes. I don't know why it's not here. So, some, there's a question. Now, you know some churches, they only sing Psalms. The book of Psalms. They only sing Psalms and like chants. Okay? Um, like, blessed is the man who walk that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. They just sing psalms. They just sing psalms. They don't. They don't sing hymns at all. Um, so why do some churches do that? Now remember, there's a verse that says, "Singing to yourself in psalms 
hymns and spiritual songs. God did not ask us just to sing hymns. There are psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs in the Bible. Um, hymns are from the Bible, right? What are? Talking about psalms, right? Psalms uh, <coughs> are from the Bible. You know, I, uh, someone told me this morning, BBK, I was so, so talking rubbish. talking <laughs> fast, fast, fast. I said, Presbyterian Church of the United States of Australia. <laughs> There's no such thing. United States of America, alright? I correct myself. So, hymns are from the Bible, correct? What are? <laughs> See, you're so used to me, you don't even blink. Hymns are from the Bible. What are? Psalms. <laughs> What are, what are hymns? What are hymns? I explained before. No, you don't know. What are hymns? No, you don't know. What are hymns? Uh, hymns are based on the Bible and are theological in nature. Alright, hymns are based on the Bible and there are much theo there's much theology and sometimes even Bible phrases in there, very close to the Bible theology. What are spiritual songs? Ray, Shenway. Like Fanny Crosby, more personal experience. Alright? Uh, more personal experience kind. So some people, the Bible talks about that. Now, one of the big problems of singing hymns, who can tell me what is the problem of singing hymns only? Psalms only. <laughs> What's the problem with singing Psalms only? What's the problem? Yes? You're not singing hymns. <laughs> Okay, what's the problem with singing psalms only? Then you're not singing hymns, that's right. Why do we want to sing hymns? He is actually correct, alright? He is correct. He is correct. Now, so Samuel's answer is always very good. Psalms are from which testament? Oh. Old Testament. Do you ever see the word Jesus Christ in the Old Testament? Very good, no. If you only sing psalms, you will never sing Jesus Christ. Many of the theology in the New Testament that makes the Old Testament clearer is only in the New Testament, right? Then you're not going to sing. A lot of theology are going to be not sung. God gave us the New Testament, then men wrote hymns based on the theology of New Testament. Many new, theo not, not new theology, eh? but God reveals more and more clearly. Then we sing about those things. So Samuel is right. If you only sing Psalms, then we won't sing hymns. Then we're going to miss out singing a lot of um, useful teaching theology. We are also not going to sing about Jesus Christ. The words don't exist there. Alright? So that is another reason. So that is all. Okay, that's all we have time for. Anyone have further questions? Uh, please Please submit and we will continue with other questions of youth, um, the young people, the next round. Okay, let us close in prayer.